Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So she says to me, and you could tell it's something she's been wanting to say forever, finally has the courage to say it and says, why are you so angry? Why do you always look so angry in there? She was my ex-wife, and what she was referring to was me in church with resting bitch face as everyone was worshiping. Uh, My hands were not in the air. They were in my pocket, and I looked like I had just gotten into a fight. And I remember at the time being really mad at myself for not being a smiley guy. I've always been, you know, the the high-strung kid with deep furrows and um, always spinning in thought. Um, I just, I just, I'm just not a smiley person. And when she said that, it really, it, it hurt me because it was true. Um... I I wouldn't be happy in church. I would just kind of white-knuckle it. Because I thought that's what a good husband does. Because I thought that's what she wanted. Um, I mean, I was curious about God and a spiritual life and church. I wasn't um, resistant to it. But it's like I wasn't ready. I, I feel like I was being forced to do something I wasn't ready to do. You know? Uh, I even went as far as getting baptized. And of course, I feel like I I did it because it was the progression. It was um, for her. It was what I should do. It's what a good uh, Christian man looks like, you know. Um, But I I wasn't ready and it didn't feel honest. And and I think in, in now looking back, it wasn't about me being angry. It was about me being dishonest. And I think whenever... We are dis- dishonest with ourselves in any environment, whether that is your church or your marriage or your, you know, uh, the company you work for or the company you run, any space, friendships, family. If you are dishonest with self, it's going to show. And so for me, it showed with looking pissed off. It showed, it revealed itself with re- resting bitch face. Anyway, I share this story because I think so many of us, I know I have uh, for so much of my life, there are parts of our lives where we are dishonest. There are parts of our lives where we are not honest with self. For example, we may be in a friendship, you may be in a friendship, where it hangs on history and maybe you and this person go way back and... Over the years, uh, people have slowly been growing apart. And now you're friends with this person. And every time you hang out with this person or call this person, it's like you're forcing yourself to do it because you think this is what a good friend does. But you're not being honest with yourself because you truly don't enjoy this person's company anymore. You guys have faded, grown apart. You guys have different interests, you know. Or maybe one person has grown, the other person hasn't. But there's been drift And it's not what it used to be. Uh, The only thing you guys have is 
history. That's what you have in common. And so you're forcing yourself to be friends and the quality of the engagement when you spend time with this person is not good. <laughs> it feels false. And you feel like you're forcing yourself to do something you don't really want to do because it's what a quote-unquote good friend looks like. So that's one example that I find uh, happens a lot, especially as we get older and you know we have families and our focus uh, just in life changes. And then we try to um, stay friends with people that we just have grown apart from. Hey, wanted to share with you something I'm super excited about. If you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, you not only get commercial-free episodes, but also something I'm introducing called series, rotating wellness topics, but not only lessons, but what do we do with this information? How do we thread this into our life so we could change our life? Go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. Another example could be at work where you may be not doing what you enjoy doing. I mean, that's an obvious one. Or maybe the work environment has changed. Maybe the uh, the temperature of the room, the company has changed. Um, maybe you're in a job that you used to love, but now you don't like anymore. And it's you're just afraid to admit it. Because if you admit it, that means you need to find a new job. And that's terrifying. Or maybe you are in something that you love. Or maybe you are in something that you used to love, right? And you're trying to force it because you don't want to let go of the identity, you know? So you're trying to get back on the horse. You're trying to motivate yourself. You're trying to do what you used to be good at. And now it doesn't ring true. And you don't want to admit that because if you do, I mean, where do you begin, right? Or you may be in a relationship or marriage where there has been just lots of drift and people are growing apart and no one's working on the relationship and maybe chemistry has changed. And you're not being honest with yourself. Because if you are, it means uh, marriage counseling or it means divorce or it means the kids are going to know. I think that it's important, it's also terrifying, to look at all areas of your life. And I'm not saying to do anything about it, right? Just just to, just to do a, an inventory of your life. Um, look at all areas of your life and where in your life are you being dishonest? What area of your life are you standing with your hands in your pocket, with resting bitch face, while everyone else around you has their hands in the air and they're praising God. Because it could also feel very lonely. I know that uh, every time we went to church on Sundays, I felt alone. I felt like that's them, it's not me. Um, I tried to fit in. You know, Sundays was all about uh, the place we're going to go to eat after church. That's what I look forward to. And so my heart wasn't in it. And I wasn't honest with myself. And I was just trying to be someone that I wasn't for someone else. And then 
because I couldn't, I would also be hard on myself, not like myself, and you know, put more pressure on myself, right? So it was like a, me, you know, in between a rock and a hard place. And now looking back, I should have just been honest with myself. I should have just said, hey, I love that you love um, church and God, and, and, and I love that you're a spiritual person. I, I'm swimming toward that, but um, I got to do it at my own pace, you know? I got to find what's right for me. I don't want to just go with you to church and sit there feeling alone with uh, an angry look on my face because I feel like that's what a good husband should do. And I wonder if I had that conversation, if she would have been like, yeah, I will support you in that, you know? Um, I don't think she would have asked for a divorce because I didn't go to church with her. Uh, she asked for a divorce for other <laughs> other reasons later on, but uh, that inability for me to speak up and stand on my truth came from uh, fear, but also it came from a lack of practice. And one of the reasons why I'm saying to just do an inventory is because there's a practice to this. There's a practice to saying, okay, here's what I see. This is what's honest. This is what isn't. And now what do I do about that? And that's going to be a practice, you know, knowing that it may be difficult, giving yourself compassion, giving yourself some leeway, knowing that this is all new for you and you're going to take baby steps and to be okay with that. And that's why I'm saying to, to not think about solutions because I think we all can run towards solutions very fast. Um, instead, just be aware. Be aware in your life. And I think this is the beginning. Be aware in your life where you're dishonest with yourself. I mean, you may have uh, an addiction. You may have uh, a drug problem. You may have, you know, I don't know. And, and even something like that. Yeah, or especially something like that. It just starts with being honest, right? Before you think about what to do about it, just what is it? What is truth? Where in your life are you living dishonestly? And I think the more that you accept that and accept that truth, the more you will start to naturally um, want to do something about it. And and I think that we move way too fast at trying to fix and solve and instead we should just be super aware of what is honest and what is not. That's the first step and I think that in that step um, other dominoes will fall. I trust that. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you don't know, just real quick, uh, I have premium on my, on my podcast now, which means you get four more episodes a month. And of course, all episodes are commercial free. So uh, check it out. Just go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. Thank you for listening. Be well. Be well.